This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audioized version of the world's number one real estate investing blog. Hope you're having a relaxed Sunday. I'm your host, Tyler, and I read these articles so you can keep learning while you go about your busy life. Oh, and you'll find endless content on biggerpockets.com. Create an account today. It's free. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. New TikTok trend says, We're in a silent depression. Are they right? By Anna K. Cottrell. All right, so if you've been on TikTok recently, and perhaps even if you haven't, you may have heard about the viral new concept of a 
silent depression. That's apparently overwhelming younger people in the U.S. No, we're not talking about the country's mental health crisis. We're talking about just a few TikTokers and what they're referring to as the dire economic reality facing ordinary people trying to make ends meet. So the term silent refers to the fact that on the surface, the U.S. economy is doing well. We're not in a recession. Unemployment rates are low. And yet, people struggle to afford the basics more than they did in the past. So the idea caused controversy pretty much as soon as it premiered on social media. Economists have responded to the TikTokers by saying that the current economic reality is nothing like the Great Depression. Essentially, to experts on the economy, the whole concept just kind of sounds like misinformed complaining. Now, who's right here? Is the silent depression concept simply a way for people who could be hustling a little harder to complain about their whole lot in life? Or is there hard data to actually support the claims that life has become more expensive than it was for people living through the 30s economic catastrophe? So we'll try to be impartial here, though, and look at the claims made in the TikTok videos in a little bit more detail. So here we go. What is the crux of the debate? Okay, so, yeah, the TikTokers in question have struck a nerve with social media users by offering stark comparisons between typical expenses back in the 30s and today. The basic argument is that core expenses like housing and transportation take up a far greater share of people's wages than they did in what was presumably the worst economic slump in U.S. history. One TikToker called Freddie Smith presents figures from 1930 versus those from 2023. And according to this TikTok video, an average house now costs eight times the average salary, while it cost only three times the average salary in 1930. Renting would have taken away 16% of your wage back in 1930, but it's going to eat up an extraordinary 42% of it now. Ouch. Another TikToker who calls himself Average Joe puts it even more strongly in his video, and I quote, The reason why it is called a silent depression is because we have smartphones, we have air conditioning, or people have a TV, because we have a credit card and we go into as much debt as we want. Essentially, for some reason... That makes us feel like things aren't as bad as they are. End quote. So the counter-argument from economic experts has run as follows. We're not in any kind of depression. You can always get a side hustle or an unemployment assistance if you're really struggling, and comparing wages and housing from back then with now is like comparing apples to oranges. One argument is that the data pulled up by TikTokers is imperfect. Average wage figures are especially tricky because they're skewed by the lowest and highest values in a data set. Houses may have been cheaper, but, and this has actually been argued by one of the economists, many didn't have modern perks like indoor sanitation. In other words, your house may be unaffordable, but hey, it has a toilet, so be grateful. So we think that, frankly, the emotional responses on both sides are not worth discussing at length here. One side does sound somewhat dramatic with the comparison to the 30s. The other side, though, isn't exactly helping by telling people to rejoice in the fact that they have indoor plumbing and that they could always get a second or even a third job. Come on. So what did catch our attention, though, was the true source of the controversy, the potentially 
incorrect use of historical data and not comparing like for like, we're going to crunch some data ourselves to see whether it bears out the claim that the typical worker's purchasing power in terms of housing is less now than it was during the Great Depression. Ohio, as a case study of the silent depression concept. Okay, so first, we'll admit that figuring out how much people earned during the Great Depression is a minefield. There were huge regional disparities that still exist today, by the way. Wage records mainly took into account male labor, and there were different wage averages for white and non-white workers. In addition, IRS records are comparatively sparse because far fewer people regularly filed their tax returns back then. <laughs> yeah, so what we do have is an approximation of how much people actually earned, at best. But still, zooming in a little on a single region can at least give us a bit more accuracy than the average wage number the TikTokers included in their videos. There are some fairly reliable state-by-state -state wage figures available from the federal old-age insurance records from the 1930s. Let's take Ohio as a quick example. The median wage in Ohio in 1937 was $923 per year. The median wage is exactly that, a figure taken from exactly down the middle of the reported values submitted that year. Now, let's take a look at home prices. Although we couldn't really locate the precise median home price for Ohio in 1937, we did find at least a few examples of what family homes would have cost then. A colonial brick home, six modern rooms, and bath with open fireplace and living room was advertised in Mansfield, Ohio in 1937 for a whopping $6,000. Get this. A 71-acre farm with six-room house electricity and bath, and large orchards was going for $4,200 in 1938. These are big properties, very likely priced above what was average in Ohio at the time. Still, a person on a median income in the state could buy a farm with orchards and a six-bedroom house. Note the presence of electricity and indoor plumbing, woo, for just over four times their salary. So from 2018 to 2022, Ohio had a median household income of $66,990. The median sales price of a house was $275K in December 2022. And guess what? We tracked down a six-bedroom house in Mansfield, Ohio. It was on sale for $350,000. It doesn't have acres of land or orchards, but still, that's just over five times the annual median salary. It's actually not that different to financial commitment from what it was in 1937. Does that mean that the silent depression thing is just a load of self-pity? Not quite. It's clear that the term was chosen because it's catchy and it gets clicks. But the data would have been more convincing had the TikTokers chosen a different decade for their comparisons. Like the year 2000. In many ways, a symmetrical time to our own. The U.S. economy was doing well, even though there was a mild recession ahead in 2001. The median Ohio household income in 2000 was 56111 The median home sale price in Ohio in 2000 was $103,700. We couldn't find exact home prices for six-bedroom Ohio properties at the time. But let's go ahead and assume that, as was the case in 2022, a six-bedroom home would have cost you 127% of the median home price. So that would make it cost right about 132 k 
That means a typical 2,000 Ohio household could purchase a large family home for just over twice the annual salary. Note that the median salary was lower both in real terms and in absolute terms in 2022. Now that gives us some real food for thought here. Currently, purely in terms of real estate, an Ohio household on a median income has a purchasing power more comparable to a household during the Great Depression, with which the current times, we are told, really have nothing in common, than with the economically prosperous year of 2000. That just isn't right. They definitely had indoor toilets in 2000. They had Medicaid and unemployment benefits. What else did they have? Higher wages in terms of what people could actually buy. Oh, and before anyone suggests that they earned more in 2000 because they all worked multiple jobs, that's not what the data says at all. The number of people holding more than one job has remained pretty stable. It's currently 5.6% of U.S. workers, down from 5.8 in 2000. The bottom line? So, no, at least in Ohio, things aren't as bad as during the Great Depression, but in several crucial ways they are almost as bad as they were back then for millions of people. The economy is not in a depression, but housing affordability should look very different than it does right now, as in more like 2000 and less like 1937. At least in terms of accessibility of homeownership, yeah, the TikTokers do have a point. As we wrap today's episode, remember, in the world of real estate investing, solo missions can cost you. But thanks to Agent Finder, you don't have to go it alone. Using Agent Finder, you can match with an investor-friendly real estate agent who is an expert in your market and will help you make a smart investment. Go to biggerpockets.com slash findmyagent to match with your agent today. It's fast, it's all free, and it's so easy. That's biggerpockets.com slash findmyagent. Together, let's make your investment a success. Hope to see you right back here tomorrow.